I'm not. What are the lyrics to that bullshit, dude? Don't don't disrespect. Don't disrespect. Hava, Nigila Hava. Hala, what? Okay. It, it doesn't matter. It's, um, She's not Jewish and you don't care. You <laughs> I want to wanna practice singing it, dude. No, you don't. You want to make fun of a foreign language because you're a bigot. <laughs> Are we recording? We're recording. We're, back. we're actually recording this we're, time. Yeah. No, I'm, the little red light is on. We're Your back. mic's plugged in this time. Shut up, faggot. We dude, this is the, we've missed two episodes. So the first one we recorded it, but we got two racist. Yeah, the first one was fine in terms of production. It was just our our team, which is Theo, was like, yeah, you you can't put that out. <laughs> yeah, that's too racist. You're gonna get canceled. It was a fun. T- the topic was uh, well, it was your topic. Well, we're gonna do that one again eventually. We just have to take a break from it because we did it two weeks in a row. We could also put it out on Patreon, I guess. But this, eventually, not, yeah, in 30 years when this is profitable. Yeah, and then we, we we recorded it to make it less racist. Yeah, but there and were, we had Hugo in it. It was a good episode. Yeah, we had our first guest. That was nice. Yeah, and there was technical difficulties. Behind the scenes. Yeah. The technical difficulties meaning you got too high and forgot to click record. I didn't point fingers at anybody. I knew you were too high because when we first started the podcast, I had to point out that your mic wasn't even plugged in. You were just holding a mic with no, no, nothing connected to it. No, no, nothing. Sound like an idiot. I was just going through the, you know, I, I was testing you to see if you were paying attention. You were also testing me with a... Yeah, you failed. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, two oh. weeks. That that topic has to die. Should, should we say what it was, or should we just wait until we? No, because we're we're gonna do that one again. I'm gonna do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah maybe, once I finish, this maybe book. actually research it this time. I, what are you talking about, dude? We we had a good. That was a good one. That second one was good. I it think was, it was fun. I don't know if the information was actually there. What do you mean the information was there? What, what do you think, Theo? Do you think we could have learned some more? Yeah. Uh, see, well, you fucking. Idiots. I maintain we could have learned some more. Want me to teach you Japanese next time? That's what else could I do? I could teach you some. Uh, I was gonna say kung fu, but that's Chinese. <laughs> yeah. What's Japanese martial arts? Besides? Samurai. Samurai martial art. Uh, we're gonna <laughs> Being a samurai. Again. We, we, we can't. We can't get into this again. I don't think that's racist. Yeah, we have to learn with the with the with the borders. Yeah, we're so racist. We don't even know what's considered racist <laughs> and what's not. We're just stating facts. Well, then that's not racist. We're just woke. Yeah, that's true. We're so woke that we don't even we can't even see racism. Dude. I just believe in the First Amendment. Yeah, and I believe in the Second Amendment, the right to bear arms. No, 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 no. USA. Do you have a gun? Uh, yeah. My grandpa got me a shotgun when I was like twelve. It's funny. I have a picture. Me and Your my brother grandpa got you a shotgun when you were twelve. Yeah. He got me and my little brother shotgun. I was 12. He was eight. And there's a picture of us with our grand, our white grandfather. He's in a cowboy hat. And there's a picture of us next. I could send it to you. You could put it up. A picture of us holding our shotguns next to him. And we're both wearing Michael Vick jerseys. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> that was our. That was a great Christmas, dude. Your mom was cool dude. with that? Were y'all both getting shotguns? At- yeah. It was okay. sick, dude. My mom was very anti-gun. Nah, we're my, my grandpa's a farm boy, dude. He's from Illinois. He grew up with guns and stuff. You ever so, shoot it? Yeah, dude. We went up to his ranch, and then I shot it, and then I cried because it hurt my shoulder. <laughs> and also, you're not built for that. I was like, ah, it hurts. I imagine when you shoot, you turn into Michael J. Fox. You start shaking all about because no. you can't handle the pressure. How gun. dare you say that, dude? Fucking I was bitch. not ready for that, though. That I didn't realize how, how much kickback there are on shotguns. Yeah, guns and guns are heavier than you think. Yeah. A lot heavier than hitting right trigger on a controller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's a big difference. 
Oh, dude. Oh, I saw something fun today. I was uh, driving and I saw this car and it was a maid was service. Too, seeing a car? Oh, I saw this actually. Yeah, it was a maid service and the maid service was named You've Got Maids. <laughs> which they got, that's got to be a play on You've Got AIDS, right? It's it's too close or you've to got not. Mail. But it's too close to You've Got AIDS. You've Got Mail is like a probably more. I, I think that's their little way out of it. When you say you've got AIDS, what do you what do you mean the Family Guy song? No, just just a doctor telling you that. That's not a phrase. <laughs> you've got AIDS. <laughs> well, it's too close to, but it's like you've got a oh how we you've got maids. That's better. I'm almost 100 percent sure they mean you've got mail. You've got mail. I almost. But 100%. it's too far from mail and too close to AIDS. How is one letter off? Ma- ma- a mail and AIDS. Mail and in. in in, 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 in maids? Yeah. Male and maids. Yeah, they're different. <laughs> and I just, it made me want to make uh, a maid co- service called Full Blown Maids. <laughs> 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 yeah, that'd be funny. And that sounds like those are made to blow people. Oh, that could be good. A sex, like a sexual maid service. I don't know if that's legal. In, we could do it in uh, in Nevada, outside of uh, Clark County. Why are you so specific about that? How do you know that? Too? Well, I lived in Las Vegas for a year, and you can't have... I don't think you could have, like, prostitutes in Clark County, which is where, like, Las Vegas is. Ordered a lot of prostitutes while you were there? Never, dude. It's illegal there. And prostitutes are disgusting. They're sex positive. I hate being sex positive. There's nothing more I hate than people who are sex positive. What about I'm sex? I'm so sex negative. It's ISIS? insane. You don't. I'm more along. I align more with ISIS than I do with <laughs> sex positive people. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's nice. Yeah. It's, want to see the review I left for? Want me to tell you the review I left for uh, the maids for the maid service? What, did, wanna, they, what, what did they do? Mean you've got AIDS. You've got AIDS? That's just what doctors say, I think. Where have you heard that besides Family Guy? You've got AIDS. I, I don't know. Just <laughs> I, I just saw it, and I'm like, <laughs> That's a cold-blooded doctor walking into the office. Like, all right, we ran the test results. Uh, you've got AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> it just sound, To me, it sounds too close to you've got AIDS. <laughs> but this is the, the review I left for them on Yelp. I called up You've Got Maids, servi- I called up you've got maids for their service, and they did not disappoint. I thought they would just send over some helpful immigrant volunteers, <laughs> and I capitalized the H, the I, and the V in helpful immigrant volunteers. But no, these guys gave me full-blown maids. <laughs> that made me laugh to myself. The, the helpful immigrant volunteers is a, is a nice line. Yeah. At first, I, I left that out, but then I went back and I edited my Yelp review. That's, say, that's just, very clever for you. Yeah. Thank you. It made me proud. Speaking of clever, I guess we the last we lost the last episode. I, I didn't get to remember. I had that spat with that not really a spat, but that comic talked shit about me at that mic. My my my, my great story of how of how I was. You don't remember this? Oh yeah yeah. There was a comic at a at a, at a fourth wall mic, and he just walked out after, right? Yeah, it was a little guy. He was, yeah, he was a, a, a midge. Midge. Or, was he like an actual midge or short? No, nah, he's he's an actual. He had a, you know, weird arms, all that. Oh, full blown midge. <laughs> <laughs> all whole, whole nine yards or a whole three and a half yards. <laughs> <laughs> three and a half yards. That's still nine and a half feet. 
Yeah, but it's not, you know, it's not, what, 27 feet. That's true. That's a good point. Is that what nine yards is, right? Yeah. yeah. You're disgusting. We're math Show guys. Me ass. That's nasty. It's my hamstring, dude. It's disgusting. Anyway, short little guy. He was like, hey, you you smoke a lot of weed. I could tell. You smell like, he was like, you stink like weed, pretty much, is what he said to me. And then he left He after his uh, his set, right, like which is rude. Open mic uh, uh, manners. You're yeah, specifically to... at that open mic, you're supposed to stay for the whole thing. Yeah, so because I it's only an hour long. And I was like, I guess he was short on time. <laughs> and that was my shining moment. That was a good moment. And then I bombed the rest of the mic. <laughs> and then used that same material and bombed at the comedy chateau. <laughs> oh, I wanted to kill myself. That was a funny show we did. That was not It was a funny very show. bad. I did the, not enjoy it. Was it was bright in the room. They had like the, the lights was, were just on in the room. That was the brightest show I've ever done. Yeah, it was it was like it, it was like doing comedy in this room if there was just someone doing comedy at the end of the you could in see the kitchen over there. Everybody from, from well, I mean it's all t- 10 people in the room. It yeah. was not a very big uh, very big show. Which makes it even worse because then you're just bombing on stage. You're just talking in front of 10 people. Yeah. And they're just like, what the fuck is It was tough. There was that group of Mexican ladies. You crushed with them. That, was, that, that, wasn't, that wasn't material, though. I just went up and I was like, shut up, Mexicans. It's <laughs> <laughs> a classic. Which, that, that would only work in a room like that. Or anywhere in the South. Well, there would be Mexicans. If there was just a group of Mexicans being loud there, it would work. If you go to Texas, I, I bet you that crushes. Shut up, Mexicans. <laughs> firing off their guns. And, and then shit. I immediately had to like let them know, I'm Mexican, don't worry. Yeah, that, that's, I'm that, one of you. that's a new thing you're going to have to start doing is uh, off the top being like, I am one of you. Yeah. Unless if I get a fade again, a tight fade, I look Mexican. So maybe I'll do that. Look maybe Filipino. I'll go back to that. What? Look Filipino. That's what Filipinos always say to me. And I don't appreciate it. I wish you would fight. But one of these days we'll fight on the podcast. All right, let's do it. And I'll. We should have done that on stage. We were talking about if. Yeah, we should wrestle on stage. Yeah, because we knew the show was going to be bad. Also, so, we the time we I I got I had a four minute spot which was nice, and you had a three minute spot. <laughs> <laughs> and I waited like an hour and a half to do three minutes. It was crazy, dude. And then so we it's, it's at this place called the Comedy Chateau. Oh, and man. we were we were gonna go up so late. We're, okay, let's walk over to the Haha Comedy Club, which is down the street, to see what's going on there. So we walked over there, and that show was even worse. Yeah, it was five people there, in the room. There was one Filipino guy with his girlfriend who kept like yelling at people on stage. Yeah, that was that guy was <laughs> that guy was nice. I liked him. He was funny. He was fun, very funny. And he was getting frustrated because like he knew he couldn't talk at the show. <laughs> he was like, I can't even say anything, man. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to make actual points. That was uh, funny. That was fun. Some of those nights, those those are some good nights of comedy, though. When, like, the show just sucks, you're just kind of hanging out. Like, this is going to be bad. Oh, yeah, and then and it lives up to the poor expectations. Yeah. We had vowed to stop doing the Chateau months ago. Yeah, and we're like, you know what? Let's give it one more try. Went back, and I was like, all right, I want to kill myself. <laughs> God, I hate that place so much. Oh, one yeah, of the worst dude. places in comedy. It was pretty cool, dude. Last week, uh, they weren't the best shows, but, like, uh, got to do multiple shows. It was like, I don't know. It's just nice being able to do shows where you could work out material instead of just doing mics every day. That's all I do is mics, baby. Yeah. You have a good show coming up. I saw the lineup you just Which posted. one? Oh, that Sunday Fun Day one? Yeah, which one? Because you're yeah. doing so many shows. That looks, that, no, that one looks Boy. fun. Uh, well, I have that one. I think I, I think I have one at a gym, 
with Elliot Max putting it on. I think that's the sixth. That'll be fun. Or no, that's the what day is that? Hopefully, I gotta ask Elliot which day that for the, is for a gym. Um. Yeah, is it the sixth? Yeah, the sixth. They have a show at a gym. The fifth is Yom Kippur, whatever the fuck that is. Don't disrespect. What is that? It's a day of uh, atonement. You guys have a lot of holidays. Yeah. Wasn't it just like Jewish New Year or something? We're, we're the chosen ones, all right? God trusts us with all the holidays. Did you celebrate Jewish New Year? Sure. No, you didn't. I, was, I mean, I had work. And I, I waited until too late to... I'm not a, I'm not the greatest Jew. I have like five rules that I follow. And I'm like, all right, the rest of them did. You follow very strange rules, though. Like, you won't say God. I'll say it. I just won't. I won't write it out. You won't write it out. Yeah. If you ever text me the word God, there's like an asterisk there. Or a dash in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. G asterisk D. Yeah. I'm not worthy. But yeah. then right after that, you'll say faggot. <laughs> <laughs> just spelled out. I could say that. What are they going to do about it? <laughs> <laughs> they, they can't smite you down, dude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a, it's a, out of respect, you can't say his name. I'm yeah. Out of respect, don't call them slurs, dude. Who? The gays. You got to stop that, dude. You're very rude to the gays. I'm rude to the gays. Yeah. I've literally seen you beat gay people up. <laughs> that was unrelated, though, dude. <laughs> they happen to be gay. I'm just going to say that was, that's like the That's a very funny scene in 21 Jump Street where he just punched the dude. He's like, oh, my God, you punched me because I was gay? He's like, no, 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 I punched him. And then he happened to be gay. I never saw that movie. Oh, you haven't seen it? Oh, it's very funny. He, like, went to go... He's treating school like prison. He like punches the coolest guy the first day of school. He's like, well, you punched me because I'm gay? He's like, no, 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 I punched you, and you then you happened to be gay. He's like, I was gay before you punched me. <laughs> <laughs> I could see you doing that, though. I could see you punching someone because they're gay. Remember those kids that were like in Washington? Dude, were- I'm, you know who I might, I might punch? Elliot Mack if he gets any more jacked. He's <laughs> he, too shredded. He it gets me jacked. mad whenever I see him. He's also very funny. Yeah, he is. But he he's the closest I'll get to punching a gay guy, and that's just because I'm jealous of how jacked he is. You can punch yourself. That could work. That's not funny, dude. <laughs> Dumbass. You give me remember those boys in DC who were like protesting the oh, abortion and then the Indian guy or Native American guy was like drumming the thing in their face? Yeah. You remind me of those kids. You have you have that energy. Yeah, I, I, I think they ended up being in the right. Well, whatever. I but I bet those kids would, you know, beat up a gay person. You get you give me those. Kids. Well, okay, this get, it's turning into an episode we can't release again. What do you mean? They're they're grown men now, so it's fine. <laughs> that happened like ten years ago. Now, if you catch them, it's fair game. All right, let, let's get right, let's get into the episode. All right, you ready? Yeah, do the, it. Back to me, back to back episodes for my research, which are the better episodes, because I know how to do research. No, because you don't fucking record mine. I do record yours, and then you you make him racist. You didn't record the last one I did, which was a very good episode. That was technical difficulties. That wasn't my fault. That was your fault. Too high. Okay, well let me let's double check. This is recording. It's not. Go say what you're going to talk about, dumbass. We a lot of World War Two talk on this podcast. Yeah, we're going to continue that theme. Hell yeah, World War Two is the best time. That's why they're called the Greatest Generation. You stupid cuck. Who is? The greatest American soldier of all time. Do you know? Um, Donald Trump. I thought you were gonna say Alex Jones. I wrote. I wrote it down. I thought you were gonna say Alex Jones. That's funny. <laughs> Any other guesses? Um, greatest American soldier, Pat Tillman. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Uh, Pat Tillman. R.I.P. Dude. I did a research paper on him in high school. Or you kind of look like Pat Tillman. Look like a Mexican Pat Tillman. I think Hell I said yeah, that dude. before on he, a 
on the, the boomerang. He rocked, dude. Pat Tillman was dope. Yeah, he got taken out by some uh, friendly fire. Yeah, that was kind of dumb. Operation Desert Storm. <laughs> kind of <bitch>. dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like that that happened to him. Um, let me get one more guess. Gressenbergen Soldier. World War II. I, I have no clue. That's your final guess is no clue? Not no clue. You can't give me a name. I already gave you two names, dude. Donald Trump and Pat Tillman. And you requested a third guess. I know. I thought I had one. I didn't. What about outside of World War II? Who's the greatest American soldier? Huh. You got to learn your history, boy. Uh, yeah, dude. I got um, George Washington. God. He, he was a general. He also was famous for retreating. That was like his most... It's a strategy, dude. Never retreat. Our t- today's soldier never re- he never retreated. Never retreat. Never defeat. All right, let's get into it. Today's episode is about the greatest soldier in American history. Have you ever heard? Well, I know you haven't heard of him, but this guy, his name is a uh, Audie Murphy. You ever heard of Audie Murphy? Eddie Murphy? I know Eddie Murphy. Audie Murphy. No, one of the greatest comics of all time. Hell Delir- yeah, Delirious is the greatest special ever. I do maintain that. Yeah, you do. No rebuttals. No rebuttals. No. You're, you're a big fan of Gringo Poppy. I know. It was a good one. The the salsa and cookies. I know. <laughs> it's a great <laughs> bit, dude. God. Audie Murphy. All right. He was a great American soldier. He was born 1925 uh, to a family of sharecroppers. Uh, mm. uh, you know what that is, right? Yeah. Tending to the land. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh yeah. He was a uh, one of twelve siblings. He was the seventh of twelve siblings. Uh, grew up crazy fucking poor. Uh, his dad was like a drunk nobody, uh, and he grew up so poor. In, the, in fact, that he, he like he uh, he had a rifle as a kid. He had to use that rifle to go hunting for like animals. Like he had to kill like squirrels and raccoons. That's pretty sick. Whatever. So like his mom could have stuff to cook for them for the family. Uh, and from a young age, he he had like took it upon him. Like he felt the burden of the family's uh, like like uh, poverty from a young age. He mm-hmm. took it upon himself. He was like, I'm gonna be the person to drag us like out of this. I, I think it's a uh, my responsibility. Whatever. Um, he was known as being like a like a like a loner, and he was known for having like violent outbursts and like <laughs> just get, being getting very angry very quickly. That, yeah, he, he's like you. Even as a, I don't get angry. I I just tell the truth. I like you said that with a very angry look on your face. That wasn't even an angry. With look. a scowl on your face. That's just my natural face. I'm made in God's exactly. image. You can disrespect God. I thought you loved God. Turn it back on him. See, you like that? That's a joke, dude. That's a joke. You're acting like that. Made in God's image. God would never scowl like that. So who's... Uh, anyway. <laughs> 1940. Get back to it. 1940. Uh, Audie's dad, his bitch-ass dad, leaves the family, takes off. Because mm-hmm. uh, he has no money. He And uh, this is, you know, the 40s. You could do that. Yeah. Uh, with no repercussions, I guess. After 12... So, and that's... All yeah. twelve of those kids were from that same, yeah, from that one guy. Same dad, damn. And he, all that responsibility. He said, like when I leave Kobe, we go to San, to San Diego to do comedy, whatever. I'm like, yeah. I'm checking in every every ten minutes with with my roommates. Like, how's he doing? What's yeah. up? This guy just takes off on twelve kids. It's like fuck him. Damn. That that is kind of that does kind of make sense why people used to have more kids back in the day because when just dipping out was an option, that takes some of the pressure off. You're like, yeah, let's have another one. Let's have another one. If anything goes wrong, I could just disappear. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how old the oldest was. I don't, I don't know what the age range was. But the oldest, if he was, uh, he was like ten at this time. Oldest had to have been, uh, you know, he was fifteen when his dad left. So the oldest had to have been like twenty five or something like that. Yeah. 
or 23. Some, some old enough, yeah, to take the burden off. Yeah. So a dick move. Yeah, of course. Good pack of cigarettes. And then do do you, so do you ever find out what happened to him after that, or is he just gone out of the picture? He now? just takes. Off. I mean, it's the forties. What, what do you mean, find out what happened to him? Well, I don't know if like later he comes up in the story or something. Like, oh, he was wherever. He was a drunk nobody who took know. off like a bitch. I wonder if he had more kids after that. Probably. Yeah, That'd I wouldn't be sick. He, yeah, he probably had better kids who. That's cool to just start over. Yeah, that is. I mean, everyone dreams of that, right? Yeah. That that dream is that's something you can't do anymore. Just no, you you have to like fake your death and go to a new country to do that. Yeah, pull which Tupac. I think that would be cool if I could figure out how to do that. I might do that. That's what Tupac did. He yeah. faked his death and went to Cuba. Damn, where could we go? Because I might be doing that soon. I mean, I could probably go somewhere in Africa. I imagine. True. My plan is if, it, if shit hits the fan, I'm just going back to Jamaica, just hang out. But that's not really. Me escape. All right, this is stupid talk. Let's get back to the podcast. Okay. I thought that was a good talk. All right, go continue. This is every time we release an episode or we record an episode, I'm like, this is garbage. Me, <laughs> while you're talking in my head, I'm like, this is stupid. No one cares. <laughs> and while I'm talking in the back of my head, I'm like, this is fucking dumb. And your voice is horrible. No one wants to hear this shit. <laughs> uh, all right, his dad leaves the family in 1940. So Audie drops out of school uh, in fifth grade so he can start, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> so he can start earning his family some money. So he takes like a bunch of like like odd jobs, uh, but uh, the, his main job that he does for a little while is he picks cotton uh, every day for a dollar a day. At least he's making money. Yeah, right. That's better than they used to get. His life, his story up to this point, very black. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot of siblings, not not a lot. The share sharecroppers or yeah. whatever the fuck. Dad takes off. This nigga's picking cotton. <laughs> <laughs> he's good with a gun. All right. Uh, so uh, his wait, mo- is he black? No, he's white. Oh, I was picturing black this whole time. <laughs> I was a hundred percent picturing black. Well, that's because you're racist. Well, as, as I stated earlier, <laughs> no, he's a, he's a white. You think you think America would give the title of the greatest soldier to a black guy? I, I mean, revisionist history. Maybe maybe greatest. I, maybe now they did baseball players. Now they're like tearing that. down statues, dude, <laughs> <laughs> of, of great men. <laughs> So his mom dies uh, in 1941 when he's 16 years old. Uh, Dang! And uh, when she dies, it like it like devastates him. Uh, he had a quote: uh, "She died when I was 16. She had the most beautiful hair I've ever seen. It reached almost to the floor. She really talked and always seemed to be searching for something. What it was, I don't know. We didn't discuss our feelings. But when she passed away, she took something of me with her. It seems I've been searching for it ever since." Uh, very deep thing to say about Anna. That's sad. And you said that when you were 16, or do you say this later? I, he said it a few years later. Oh, okay. But, uh, I was going to say that's a very deep thing for a 16-year-old to say. But the loss of his mother, uh, it fueled him to do everything else in his life. Uh, so all right, so his mom dies in uh, 41. You know what else happens in 1941? You're just going to stare at me? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of something. I couldn't think of anything. What else happened in 1941? You're, like, you're, you're the kid in class when the teacher has a <laughs> Just stare right back at the <laughs> stone face. <laughs> December 1941? Nope. Nothing? Nothing. This is a history podcast. You're doing a horrible job. <laughs> December 1941, Pearl Harbor happens. The boys in blue. Get- oh, it was 1941? Yeah. When'd I don't know. I thought that was later. When did you, you falsely think it was? I thought it was like 43. Nonsense. Anyway, it's 1941. Uh, Pearl Harbor gets attacked. Audi is uh, he's 16, and he's furious. At, at you know, he immediately, As you would be. 
wants to go to war. And he, he, he and to himself, he was like, this would be uh, a great time. Like, this would be a great way to honor my mom is to stop imperialist Japan. From <laughs> yeah, that is a good. That is a good way to honor your mom. their reign on the world. So he he was. I'm gonna use. I'm gonna join the army. And I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna end World War Two to honor my mom. That was his whole uh, his whole mentality. Dang, that'd be sick. So he goes down uh, to a to a military office, right? And uh, he's he's only 16 years old, right? So he goes to the office and he's like, I want to join. Uh, I want to be shipped. He he has to get shipped off to Japan, and they laugh him out of the building. They're like, yeah, fuck no. Why? He's 16, but also he's only 5'5 five, five and 100 pounds. 100 pounds? 100 pounds. That's a little tiny guy, dude. 1941. You know, he's not eating all this processed nonsense. Oh, uh, that's true. He's eating raccoons and squirrels and stuff. Yeah, and, you know, he's a tiny little guy. He's playing <laughs> yeah. these 12 or 11 siblings. With a, don't spread your legs to me when I'm talking. What's wrong with you? That's how he sit, dude. That's not how, that's, no one sits like that. That's why they had cushions at the, with the back on it. You're not supposed to, all right. You spread an eagle. I don't like that. I'm man spreading, dude. This is you, you. You ever seen the campaign? This is wrong. Is the campaign the one with the? No, I'm thinking of swing vote. What? What is that? What's the campaign? What's your campaign? This is stop man spreading. You haven't seen that. You ever seen the girl? Oh, the I thought the, there was a movie called The Campaign. Where those annoying bitches go on the subway in New York. That's exactly what manspreading. You can't stop me from manspreading. What are you, a lady? Dudes, and they tell them to stop spreading their legs and yeah. they crush their testicles. Yeah, I don't listen to them. Anyway, I already didn't listen to these military people. They laughed him out of the building, and they were like, "Yeah, you're too small. Get the fuck out of here." So in seven, so he took seven months off. Got jacked. Got jacked. Hell yeah. Twelve pounds of muscle. Sick. Uh, so now he's 112 pounds. Whoa, he's massive, dude. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and he had his uh, he had his sister forge his uh, birth certificate, so it says he's 18 instead of being uh, uh, he was 17 now. But so. He goes back to the office. He's like, "Put me in the fucking game. I'm trying to kill some Japs. You can call them Japs when it, when it, when it comes to World War II." Yeah, you're allowed to. Call I think them. back then they were Japs. You're allowed to call them Japs. Yeah, and, and, and now they're Japanese businessmen. No, all of them. Some of them are. Most of them. Some of them are schoolgirls. And they, <laughs> it's true, but the men are businessmen. And some of them are squid it's monsters. All of Japan, 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 all of Japan are Japanese businessmen and Japanese schoolgirls. That's it. Or like little kids that fight monsters. <laughs> <laughs> and they grow into businessmen. <laughs> Ash Ketchum one day is just like, oh, remember the good days, right? <laughs> Travel the world. And now I'm a businessman, dude. <laughs> and now I'm doing deals. And yes, and then the schoolgirls. Eventually turn into grandmas. No, they turn into the octopus monsters. <laughs> <laughs> Theo, are we okay? Yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> we'll, Theo, we'll, racist check. Are we good? Cool. We'll get there. So, military finally accepts accepts him, but they, they don't put him. He wants to be like a marine, like on the front lines. But instead, they put him uh, in like a different division, uh, and they send him out to uh, af- after uh, his uh, basic training. They put him in the fifteenth uh, regiment. It's like a pretty famous uh, division because of him, actually. 15 Infantry. And they ship him off to North Africa uh, for this operation called Operation uh, Torch. Operation Torch was uh, pretty much, it was England and the U.S. went out to North Africa. Uh, and it, them plus like the freed parts of France mm-hmm. went out to North Africa to handle Theo's people. Because, you know, France had a bunch of uh, colonies out there oh, that yeah. were... Acting, uh, they were, you know, stirring up some problems. Yeah, you forget that the French were up to no good for a while there. Well, I mean, they weren't up to no good. They just got conquered and all their places got bombarded. So it, it was a bunch of Italian soldiers over there and yeah. German soldiers over there. So uh, they, uh, 15, 15 infantry is sent out over there 
this is the first time uh, America fights the Axis powers like on land. So that's why it's a important no. moment in, in history. Uh, and the Axis powers surrender like six months, seven months later. Nice. But Audi, he doesn't see any uh, Audi. He doesn't see any action in this fight or in this battle because he's still unproven. He's still like a small guy. So they don't they don't trust him to nah. whatever. So a couple months later in July, they send him out to uh, Sicily to hang out with Theo's other people. Uh, goddamn wops. Is, it- <laughs> <laughs> Is are we okay? Can I say that? Yeah. All right, cool. We're good. What's what's the other one? Oh, no. What's the other one? The one that Cuomo said you can't say. Oh, Oh, a bunch of Fredos. That's that's what it is. Did you you ever hear that? No. Chris Cuomo, the the. Yeah, I know who he is. I didn't didn't hear him say that. Uh, The video there's like him at a restaurant in New York, and some dude called him Fredo, and he's like, "What the fuck?" Like he gets all mad. He's like, "That's like the N word for us." You get. But he's talking to another Italian guy. He's, he's like, he's like, why would you call me that? You want like that's the N word for us. What a doofus that guy is, dude. But he wouldn't say the N word. That guy's got meatballs for brains. But he's jacked. You, you you've seen the video of him. Yeah, doing the fake lifting with the fake weights. You ever see yeah, Rogan defends him? He's like, I think yeah. that's real. <laughs> Rogan, God, come on, Rogan, let us down, he's, dude. He's like this. He's like, you know, I just every every day I just yeah, I'm just a like, hundred pounds <laughs> lifting like it's nothing. Meanwhile, Nick is fucking struggling. With <laughs> <laughs> he can barely, yeah. Uh, uh, Shab, that's how Shab lifts a hundred pounds, dude. Just like how Cuomo does. Shab lifts a hundred pounds with his fat ass stomach. <laughs> that's about it. Uh, I think him and Nick are like on good terms now. Yeah. Yeah. Pussy. Dumb, dude. If it was me, I'd have been like, "This isn't over until you embarrass yourself on film." If, yeah, I would have brought a gun to his. <laughs> I'd have, I, again, if I was Nick, I'd have said set for set. We both do a set of lifting, and then we both do a set of comedy. Yeah, and I bet you I'll bust your ass in both. Yeah. But I, I, I guess Catelyn can't have that. That would ruin the empire. Yeah, if dude. people see that his opener is ten times funnier than uh, Schwab, whatever the fuck Schwab is supposed to be. Anyway. They sent Audi out to Italy, right? And while he finally gets a chance to uh, prove his worth. So there's a little battle out there between the uh, uh, the Italians uh, and uh, the Allies. And Audi catches some bodies. Tight. Kills Mario and Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> catches two of them. Um, and, and then in another battle, he, was, uh, he gets shot in the hip by a German sniper. Uh, and in the, he keeps his, he stays cool, keeps his calm. And he like bends over and like on his back he shoots, he turns fire and he hits the sniper in the middle of the eyes and kills Jesus. him. Jesus, he's a bad. Those shooting they, squirrels, whatever, yeah. growing up, it, it trained him to be like a dangerous marksman. God, what a monster that guy is! So he's a yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a killer. Uh, he, his only problem is that he keeps getting fucked up by like malaria, like mosquitoes. <laughs> 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 Many great man's downfall, dude. Malaria. They he he keeps murdering soldiers, but he has to take like months off to, to battle malaria. <laughs> uh, so in uh in August of forty four, uh his, him and his uh group they're walking around uh southern France, Operation Verdun, right? And they see some German. This is this is an important story. So they see some German soldiers, right? Uh, like in a, in the distance. So Audi and he, he, Audi and his best friend, they're in the same uh, regiment, right? Mm-hmm. His best friend is, is this guy, uh, Laddie uh, uh, Tipton, right? So let him, uh, Audi and Laddie go over to the German soldiers, and the Germans are surrendering. They're like, mm-hmm. yeah, we, we surrender, we're gonna whatever. So as the Germans are surrendering, one of the Germans pulls out a gun, and they Ooh. and they they start ambushing uh, Audi and, and Laddie. Laddie gets shot in the head and dies instantly on the spot. Oof. Audi sees this. 
and just sees red. He goes Super Saiyan. He go. It's like when go. It's like when Frieza kills Krillin. <laughs> <laughs> and Goku's like, that was my friend. <laughs> <laughs> he just completely snaps. He, he, it's like six German soldiers. He kills all of them by himself. <laughs> oh, How? He 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 lunged at the first one and like grabbed his gun, shot him with it, and then just turned all their guns on them and like started as they're trying. He's 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 Goku. He's been doing ultra speed yeah. anime shit. He's a hundred pound Goku. Dude. You see when, when the guy said they see red they mean they see without audio scene in this moment this is <laughs> how old he's like 16 at this point uh, this is this is a uh, 44 so he's uh he was born he's 19 19 he's okay. 19 at this point oh that that 19 year old rage dude? yeah he's like, that's a lot of ra- the rage of a 19 year old is tough oh, too. what did you do <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> Damn! Imagine like (laughs) that was that because his friend back then you don't have video games. That was his Xbox, dude. They broke his Xbox. Yeah, it's playing with him. (laughs) (laughs) It 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 really is. I wish I could have saw. I mean, because his his troops were like. On the opposite side of the field, and they say that he was—he became like a man possessed in that yeah. moment. He, he, he was like grabbing guys by the throat, and just like <laughs> slamming them through the fucking. Uh, it really was some anime shit where it's just like, yeah. I, I, I'm trying to think of a the, the Goku scene is really the best one. That's yeah, that is. That's what guys think of like when guys. You know how guys who like watch UFC who have never fought, they like claim they're like, dude, when I when I fight, I just see red. I, I do yeah, I black out. Yeah, I black I just see red, dude. That's how I could beat these. Like that's that's what they imagine themselves doing. And Audi actually fucking sees red. Yeah, he he does see red. <laughs> he starts killing a bunch of fucking germs. <laughs> uh so for this he receives the distinguished service cross. He receives his first uh, honor. Uh and he gets the reputation of charging into battles. Uh, when he gets angry, he, that's, that's, <laughs> <laughs> he is the Hulk. Yeah, he did, he, you, you don't yeah. like him when he, yeah, he just starts fucking shit up. <laughs> he just turns green. He just, just, <laughs> it, it gets really frustrated. Uh, and he rises through the ranks, right? So in na- January 1945, at 20 years old, he's already a second lieutenant uh, in the Army. Nice. I don't know what that is, but it's notable enough that they made a big deal of it in all the articles. I don't know what the, <laughs> what the ranking system is. This is the story. This next story. This is the one that made him uh, like a huge legend in, in the army or whatever. This is what made him the greatest soldier of all oh, time. Oh, God. So in January of uh, 1940, uh, January 1945, January 26th, right? Audi uh, is he's leading a group of 40 uh, soldiers uh, through... Uh, they're in some like southern town in France or east. I don't know where. How, how does France lay next to Germany? You would know. Okay, Theo. Does, he, he's a bad Frenchman. But they're they're, <laughs> they're in some uh, French town, Holtzweer, uh, which is near the German border. Right. Uh, it's already in like forty U.S. soldiers. Right. So the group is supposed. To, their mission is to hold this one road uh, until they have like reinforcements come, uh, and then they'll they'll take over. And then all these group will take off. Right. Uh-huh. The reinforcements they never come. Uh, <laughs> And instead, what comes is uh, 250 German soldiers show up with six tanks. Oh. Uh, and they am- they start ambushing uh, the squad. Yeah. Audi turns to his men. He's like, he sees like a tree line. He's like, run for the tree line. We're getting, the fo- like, everyone get out of here. Right? So all of his men start taking off for this tree line. Audi turns around and runs back towards the German soldiers. And there's a destroyed uh, uh, tank destroyer, a U.S. tank destroyer. 
uh, but the radio still works on it. So he jumps into the tank destroyer and he calls in an airstrike uh, to to take out the Germans, right? But right as they're about to get get to him, the airstrike hits uh, and hits hits the Germans, right? Get, buys them some time, right? Oh. Uh, it uh, Audie hops on uh, he tops on top of the tank destroyer, calls he hits hits the radio again, and he's talking to like some corporal on the other line, and the corporal's like, how how close are the Germans uh, to to, uh, to like your your position like whatever? Audie goes, just hold the phone, I'll let one of them talk to you, like I'll let you talk to one of the bastards. <laughs> he's fucking insane, right? He looks up, he sees the machine gun on on the tank is uh, still working. So he grabs that and he starts mowing down German soldiers. It's like it's like a fifty cal like machine, like you know. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. So he holds that and starts mowing down German soldiers while simultaneously calling in airstrikes. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, dude! <laughs> he's a one man army. Yeah. He, he, he's doing he's do, like an AC one thirty in Call of Duty. Dude, yeah, he is. He, he's playing real life Call of Duty. Yeah, it, it's, it's it really is one man army. When you sit there and you uh you could load up uh reload your person all that shit, <laughs> calling in AC one thirties all that shit. Um. He uh, and, and a German tank shoots a uh, like a missile or whatever and it explodes next to him. He gets shrapnel into his leg. He keeps fighting. He's like, I'm I'm not gonna stop. He keeps fighting until uh, until uh, the gun that he has runs out of bullets and he jumps off the burning tank uh, destroyer and runs uh, like back to his uh, back to the, the tree line. Right. The whole time he said he was thinking like, why am I not dead? Like he he, he was he, he thought he was gonna die in that ba- like in that skirmish. But he was like the whole time like, I I, I don't know why I'm not dead. He per- in that battle, he personally killed or wounded uh, fifty Germans. <laughs> oh my god, dude! Um, and and so he runs back to the tree line, right? Instead of so so uh, he's injured. Uh, they're trying to transport him out of the battle. He's like, "Fuck that, let's go." So he he takes his crew and he like flanks the Germans and he uh, runs them back into uh, the woods and 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 uh, they they runs them back into uh, like Germany, whatever, because they're on the border of oh, Germany dang. and France. Uh, and he he's twenty years old at this time when he did that. And he, because of that battle, he wins the Medal of Honor. That's oh. like something out of a movie. If it, that was in a movie, I wouldn't believe it. Yeah, it's funny you say that. We'll, we'll get to that though. So the Medal of Honor. Uh, one of the this is the quote. That, this is it's a big long like uh, pair like page of uh, of a speech that they had for him. But this was one mm-hmm. part of the quote. Um, his directing of artillery fire wiped out many of the enemy. He killed or wounded about fifty. Uh, people. Second Lieutenant Murphy's indomitable courage and his refusal to give an inch of ground saved his company from possible encirclement and destruction and enabled it to hold the woods which had been the enemy's objective. Uh, that, that was just uh, what they accredited him with. But yeah, 50 uh, soldiers that he took out by himself. So uh, this was uh, 45, right? January 45. The war ends later that year. Uh, so um, by the time the war is over, he's Credited with 250 kills or captures of, oh my God. of enemy soldiers. He receives over 30 honors from the U.S., the French, and the uh, Belgian uh, militaries, and which makes him the most decorated soldier of World War II. <laughs> After the war, right? So he's already, he's, he's the baddest man on land in yeah. the war. So after the war, uh, he's like... He's pretty fucked up from battle. Yeah. He has demons. If you kill 250 people, you're going to have problems. Yeah. Also, they killed his boy, Laddie. <laughs> <laughs> that is really what set him off, dude. Yeah, he lost Laddie. He was never this. You ever, you ever watch Archer? Yeah. Uh, the episode where it's like Woodhouse's uh, 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 wartime and they, they killed like his like, <laughs> his like gay commander and he goes on like a crazy rampage. Yeah. It's pretty much that. Uh but after the war, he had set. So VE Day is like the day where Japan had surrendered and all this bullshit. Uh-huh. Um, so everyone's it's a happy time in America. 
in Audi, there was a he had a quote. Uh, there's V, there's VE day without, but no peace within. Like he's feeling the the torments of war. Oh, a lot of demons. Yeah, uh, he's honorably discharged as a first lieutenant uh, in September of 1945. Uh, which is, you know, he, he 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 at this point he's like a legend within the military. He's he's kind of a celebrity when he when he, uh just to civilians as well. Yeah. Because all the stories of this guy going on rampages and shit. <laughs> um, he comes back to the U.S. and he's uh noticed by this guy uh James Cagney. The name sound familiar to you? Yeah, it does. What do you know him as? I don't. I don't. Okay. I well, James Cagney is uh, one of the greatest. He's one of the most famous actors in American history. Oh. He, he, he was a actor. huge actor of the 40s and the 30s. Uh, uh, Orson Welles had a quote about him. that Orson Welles says uh, he was maybe the greatest actor who ever appeared in front of a camera. Do you know who Orson Welles is? Is he a writer? Yeah. God damn. You got to. I don't know names of people, dude. You got to do research on stuff. War of the Worlds. Never heard of that? No. You never heard of War? Oh no, I have, I have. Sorry, that, that, sorry, I have. Not the movie, but like the actual event. You know what I'm talking about? No, no. That, all right, so years ago, like in the what was it, the 30s? Uh, in Jersey, the aliens invade us, and I didn't know. That's what he. So years ago, in like the 30s or 40s, Orson Welles was like he was like 20 years old, and he was running like a, a radio show in I think Jersey somewhere. Yeah. And he uh, created a show where he was like, oh, like, like we're being invaded by aliens, whatever. And he could convince the country that <laughs> aliens, that there was an alien invasion in nice. this one part of uh, Jersey. War of the Worlds. It was this big thing. He he, he was a huge uh, director. Uh, uh, Citizen Kane. Never heard of that? I've heard of Citizen Kane, yes. There you go. Never All seen right. it. It's a good film. You should watch it. It's better than the bullshit you watch. You don't even know what I watch. Uh, pumping iron, the legend of. I don't know what. Uh, exactly. I, Dummy. What, what's what's the uh, Schwarzenegger documentary? Um, pumping iron. Called it. <laughs> That's exactly what you watch. What else? Do, what else do you watch? I I don't think I have seen that. You're right. I have I know. seen that. Yeah. Uh, so Cagney notices uh. Uh, Audi and it's like right, I'm gonna make you into a movie star. I think you, I think you could be the next big thing. Um, so Cagney's company pays for Audi to get like singing lessons and dancing oh, yeah. lessons and acting lessons, all this crap. Uh, it takes him a few years, but 1948 he gets his first couple roles, some bullshit roles nobody cares about. Uh, 1949 he lands his first like leading role in this movie called Bad Boy. Uh, he also releases his memoir to Helen Back, which is about like his uh, uh, war stories and all that crap. And he also gets married. He, he he notices this lady on the cover of a magazine, uh, Wanda Hendricks, and he like hit her up and was like, "I want to marry you." Oh, sick! And uh, he married her. Damn, pulled it off. She That's was, sick. When like war heroes used to be celebrities, we yeah. need to bring that back. He, like the guy who killed Bin Laden should be the celebrity. Well, someone would take him out if he was like a famous dude. Yeah, that's a good point. It's no peace. I think guy. about that. That'd be sick to be a war hero celebrity. Just, Who was the last one? Like, uh, what's his name? Chris Kyle, the American sniper. Oh yeah, Chris Kyle was a big one. I think that was that might have been the last. And like, they killed him. You, you can't be a. Yeah. Yeah. Who else is there? I think. That, yeah. The problem is now it's like, oh, you 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 propagated the American imperialist system. You're you're it's it's, it's it wouldn't be positive. Yeah. So many white woke liberals who would who would shit on it. That's true. It's like yeah, true. But that was pretty sick when I killed those guys, right? <laughs> I was sick when I shot that Afghani kid in the head. 
<laughs> yeah. We know too much about like what's really going on in war now. Where it's like Well now we know war is all funded just to, you know, help certain private companies, yeah, build up their, yeah. their wealth or to help certain people get into positions of power. Yeah, all the glimmer and gleam of it is gone. Yeah. Of like, yeah, we're gonna defend our nation. It's like what nation? This is Halliburton. Monsanto. Yeah. We it would be cool to have a war against the companies, the big business. That's a what's that movie? What's the what's the one where they blow up all the buildings in the end, and they make soap bombs? Joker, Fight Club, Joker. What the fuck? What's wrong with you? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Such an honest answer. <laughs> what's wrong with you? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, All right, so yeah, Audie gets married. He, he he's having a nice time. Uh, he, he in total he acted in like forty four films. He starred in thirty nine of them. Damn, uh, this guy killed it. But he also, you know, he, he's having so nineteen fifty five uh, was his biggest film that he was in, and he stars in the movie version of To Hell and Back, which is just about his war stories. Yeah, but during the filming of this of this movie, he like. Suffers from PTSD. Yeah, I was gonna say that would probably be a problem because he, yeah, he's just reenacting the stories every day. Yeah. So he like he had like uh, bouts of violence and bouts of like ra- he's just yelling at people. Um, his wife, so he's mar- he married his wife, right? And like they got divorced like eight months later because in the process of this film was when they, uh, 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 he just kind of destroys her. Uh, he 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 had like he like wake up in the middle of the night with like night terrors and shit, like screaming at her. Uh, thinking she was like an enemy German soldier. Oh shit! Uh, he pulled out his gun at her and like shot at her a couple times on a different night. He would beat the. Like, oh my god! Just you know PTSD. He, demons, man! You shouldn't have killed his boy Laddie. Damn. That um, was. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, Garrett Hall. He has uh, that comedian from Vegas. My buddy. He has that funny joke about. Uh, I don't want to butcher his joke, but basically about using PTSD. Like once you get out of the military, just like. Using it as an excuse for everything you do, it, it is. It, I mean, it is fucked. You, you send yeah. people in the war, and they're never gonna be the same. And, they, and then, I mean, he he went in there at fucking seventeen. So in the, you know, he the most in, uh, important times of your mental development. He's, yeah, you're killing two hundred fifty people. Yeah, and you're always under constant battle and and constant stress. You, your boy gets his head blown off in front of you. Yeah, and then you go into a blind rage. Also, under the guy, like they thought they were surrendering, and then the guy just pulled a gun and shot. It's like holy, sh- I can't trust anybody. Everyone's an enemy. I yeah, go. yeah, so, that would scar you. He has pro- So he he uh he starts taking a uh, uh uh medication for his depression, um, and he realizes that he's a addi- he gets like addicted to the medication, right? Uh, he's like dependent on it and he realizes that so as a response to this he locks himself in a motel room for a week until he kicks it cold turkey <laughs> <laughs> it's like fuck it I'm just I'm just gonna not that's a good way to do it you just lock yourself in a room he's, he's you know, that's a real man's way to do it yeah so the film comes out right to hell and uh-huh. back drops and it's the most successful film for Universal uh, ever oh, wow. it's the most successful film of all time until 1975 when Jaws comes out Oh, that's that. That's I thought that was pretty cool. It was yeah. the most successful film they had. That's crazy. Spielberg came around and, and took that from them. Uh, yeah, he uh, rest of his life, he uh, you know, acting in films uh, here and there. Uh, he uh, divorced his wife because uh, yeah, she she couldn't deal with the PTSD and the holding guns in her face, <laughs> and also uh, she was a more successful actress than he was. Uh, like her films had better uh, credits, whatever uh-huh. the fuck. And so uh, he had he had demanded that she was not allowed to act anymore, and she had to be a stay at home mom instead. 
uh, you, you know, he was jealous. Damn, like, that's back when you could do that. Men were men. Yeah, you could smack them around. But <laughs> yeah, that's you know what? You're better than me at that. And let's not do that anymore. I'm the actor now. That's the classic '90s sitcom trope where it's like the wife opens a can of pickles and the husband can't. Oh he, yeah, and he beats her. Uh, that, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he ends up dying. That, uh, but that does like imagine if you had a like your girlfriend was better at comedy than you. You might have to demand like you're done. No more comedy for you. This is a me thing now. Imagine if I was Alex Collin. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize they were dating until I saw that picture today. I knew for a while I wasn't allowed to say anything. Oh, really? I was told probably like eight months ago. I saw them doing shows and stuff together, and I was like, are, are they together or something? Yeah, she 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 had asked that I don't say anything. So I was like, I, I, I'm not a gossip. Uh, and I, I gained nothing politically from that, from saying that. Yeah. But the second I gained some political leverage, <laughs> <laughs> I'm dropping secrets. <laughs> you have to, dude. It's the only way to make it in this gosh dang business. <laughs> this gosh dang business. <laughs> yeah. Audie ends up dying in 1971 at the age of 45 uh, in a plane crash. Uh, oh, dang. And they're, they're, uh, there's this whole thing where he knew. Th- there's like a... The plane, they, there's like a whole conspiracy theory that the plane that he got on, like he knew it was going to crash because uh, it was like a faulty plane or some shit like that. It, it, I, I didn't look too much into this story because I, you know, for the amount of time, my grandma called me and I had to take <laughs> <laughs> a phone call. But uh, he, uh, he he had like said, this plane is going to kill me. Like I, this, I'm going to die on this, on this plane. And he ended up dying on that plane. Uh, Did he, he? There's like public record of him saying that, or was that like one of those rumors where it's, it's like it was one of those things where it's like it, it, oh he, he said he, it's gonna yeah he turned to his friend it was like this plane's gonna yeah, he wasn't on CNN like hey the, tomorrow I'm taking a plane yeah it's, it's well kill no me. I don't know if it was like uh yeah I don't know how credible the source was yeah well yeah, it's one of those uh, hearsay it's yeah. like it's like the poop knife sorry you want to believe it oh yeah yeah this is uh this seems like something you should have looked into the most interesting part about this story. The most interesting part of the story was him killing a fifty fucking soldiers yeah, with his bare hands. That was good too. Or him killing six soldiers. But what about the conspiracy? What if he's still out there, dude? You didn't think about that, did you? I mean, they, he's dead. What do you mean? They found his body. Oh, I thought I thought the conspiracy was that like I'm gonna die, and then he faked the plane crash, and, and they didn't find his body. And then he, yeah, and then he escaped somewhere. Well, everyone on board died. All six of them. It was like a whole crew. They all they're all dead. That's sad. He did, you know, it was the 70s. Was it one of those like little small private planes? Yeah, and it was the 70s. So, you know, he pirated and he was like, well, this is crazy. Yeah. Flying through the skies and shit. Yeah, they still were just understanding. Like, what the hell are we doing up here? This is nuts. <laughs> Why are we? When did was flying invent? When did the Wright brothers invent that? Uh, well, I mean, we dropped atomic bombs on Japan in 45. So yeah. Before that. Well, obviously before that. Wait, what? There is, there's that stat. It, it, the, it was like 20 years between the plane being invented and a, a, yeah, it's, a bomb being dropped out of it. It's pretty freaking bonkers. We are the worst historians. We're asking about. Uh... Oh yeah. Sorry, dude. The freaking group's almost here. I think. This yep. is this is exciting. This is good stuff, dude. Did you look it up? You just pulled your phone off for no reason? Oh, well, then nice. I saw the group text. Nice. Um, this is the problem with your research. You start it, and then you get distracted by this. This is about your research, dude. We already did my research last week. Last two weeks, actually. This episode was golden, in my opinion. Did you learn anything, Theo? I did. Did you enjoy it? I did. He said he enjoyed it, so go fuck yourself. How do I say that in French? Yeah, you sound like a doofus. 
It's um, the, the Wright Brothers National Today. Memorial incorporates the site of the first successful powered air flight in history, an accomplished attain, accomplishment attained by Orville and Wilbur Wright. This is insane. How two ingenious mechanics from Dayton, Ohio, on December seventeenth, nineteen o three. You couldn't figure that out any faster than that. I was reading the whole phrase to you. Nineteen o three. All right, well, then this was uh, 71, so he had 70 yeah. years ago. So that g- gave him enough time to really... Still, 70s planes, wasn't you know, just rattling and all that shit. Yeah, imagine just going on one of those first and planes. And it's filled with air, like, just smoke and shit. <laughs> Dude, what, well, I wonder when the first, like, commercial flights were. Because that's got to be scary. It takes me two seconds to look it up. Yeah, you look. Because that's, like... Two guys. Nineteen fourteen. That's eleven years after the first. It's also the same year the Titanic sunk. No, two two years after the Titanic sunk. Nineteen twelve. Yeah, know, one of those years. All right. Anyway, I, dude, Audie Murphy. I do like him. He sounds like a maniac. Sounds cool. It's cool. I like seeing. I like that we're doing a lot of like similar World War Two guys. Because um, I'm like connecting the dots. Like, oh, well, he's over here. This guy's over here. This guy's doing this. Yeah. While but he, they're while, all kind of like... While he's doing that, Peter Forkin was somewhere in France also punching Nazis in the face and lying and saying he was Jewish. Yeah. Hiro Inoda was... Yeah. Who, who, the, the mystery episode, dude. Hiro Inoda. It was on an island. He's on some island in the Philippines just killing... Filipino farmers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking of when you said, oh, yeah, this is when uh, you know the war was over. I'm like, oh, so they thought. Yeah. Little did they know. Wait, 71, isn't that when he was uh, found? Isn't that when your boy uh, Noda was uh, discovered? No, it was... Set. Well, they they knew he was... That's I think that's when his friend... Um, All right, well, we can get that stopped. on, on yeah. that uh, episode. We don't got to ruin this one with that nonsense talk. How dare you? I want to beat, beat you over the head with this, dude. But yeah, Audie Murphy is the greatest... Uh, and only 5'5", five, five, so short kings rise up. Well... He was 5'5 five, five when he was 16. Did he ever grow after that? No, nigga. What? What do you mean? Who grow? You stop growing when you're like 18. Yeah, he was 16. What do you, what do you think he grew to, like 6'5? He could have grew to like 5'9. You're not doing that. How do you know? He 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 was a short, tiny man. But it doesn't matter because it, How like, tall were you when you were 16? Uh, Probably the same height now. Six and a half feet. Six five. Yeah, I was like, I probably grew like two and a half more inches from like when I was sixteen to now. You think so? I don't yeah. think I, I I I saw on Facebook the other day. I, I had a memory where I was like, I'm, it it was it was on, yeah, it was it, it was I'm I was sixteen in the thing, and it was like I just went to the, the hospital because uh, I had to get surgery on my shoulder, and yeah, I had to get, get like a physical, and I was like, I'm officially six feet tall at the hospital, so I don't think I've grown. And you waste all your potential. You could have been since then. You could have been great. Now look at you. We're in the same place, so yeah. But you could have been. A, me? You could have could have been a great athlete. You're 16 and big. I'm Jewish. That's true, but you you're offset with the other thing. With the other thing. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was funny. Uh, I think it was a good one, dude. Was it a good one, Theo? Yeah. All right. All right. So, so plug your your freaking stuff. Oh yeah. Dumbass. Uh, well. Relax and laugh. Y'all, y'all know on Instagram. Uh, Shoebox Comedy. We're coming back. I think in November. November. 4th, uh, yeah. We'll get you a date soon for that. 
uh, Almost History on everything, Almost History Podcast on everything, one of those two things. Uh, we are going to be more consistent. Sorry for the hiatus. Uh, yeah. No more technical difficulties. Uh, yeah, we had back-to-back technical difficulties. Yeah, this is yeah, not, 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 not a good record, but we're back. And yeah. no, more, no more of that bullshit. Uh, yeah, Logan J. Kuros on TikTok, Instagram. Log- I'm going to start plugging my Facebook, dude. <laughs> Logan Kuros on Facebook. You, you have a lot of uh, <laughs> hot takes on there. Yeah. No, I'm not. Very Facebook's conservative on you- Facebook. Yeah. You're, you're, you're a very right-winged... Uh- yeah, that's where I post my right-wing thoughts. No, there's nothing going... I was... I wanted to... I was thinking about this today that, like, Facebook is, like, the last social media like it's not good for anything like instagram if you're gonna post pictures you post on instagram if you're gonna post videos you post on tiktok if you're gonna post like witty thoughts you post into twitter and the last thing like that facebook is really good for is just posting you're gonna kill yourself (laughs) (laughs) yeah you you, you have the most leeway with all the words yeah you write like a full paragraph because that's uh, that's the only place i see people post they're gonna kill themselves these days and i see it a good amount well, because the feed will stay, you know, if you're on Twitter, it's like it's too much stuff going on. It, yeah. It's going to go, and then on Instagram, we can post a photo, I'm going to kill myself. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah, what were the, but just with a selfie or something? It says you you being sad. Yeah, and also I think because you have the different reactions on Facebook. <laughs> so you could be Smile, like, oh. The, the frowny face. Yeah, sad. thumbs down. Don't kill yourself, dude. <laughs> what the hell? On, like, Instagram, you can just like it. You're like, oh, fucking. Are you liking killing myself? Are you liking me saying don't kill yourself? Who knows, dude? That, yeah, I, yeah, that is a weird thing on Instagram where it's like, I don't know what you're supporting here. Yeah, that's tough when someone's like, oh, my my dad died and you like like it. Like, <laughs> not that your dad died. I like that I'm so, I like liking that you're you. I about it. And I I'm sending a heart that. saying, heart you, supporting you. Yeah, we're doomed. <laughs> yeah. Dude, do you know, I never like, not all feel, there's a lot of female comics. I can never support them on Instagram because they post pictures with like their tits out. And I like I want to support like oh yeah you have this cool show, but like you swipe and it's like them with their tits out and it's like I can't like that. I can never support them because they're not funny, <laughs> <laughs> and all their jokes fucking suck. That's messed up, dude. The truth. That's messed now up. We're back to this. The truth isn't good. That's how dare you say Tell that about jokes. Comics, Don't show dude. me your tits. <laughs> show me your hot five. You dumb bitch. <laughs> That's a good way to end it. That's a good way to end it. (laughs) All right. Later, doofuses. Peace.